Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McCaig, so let's get started. Welcome back. So today I'm going to talk about spring cleaning. And this is more of from a personal perspective. Certainly we can do it in our home and that certainly makes us feel good. We can start to open our windows, let some fresh air through. I'm just having my balcony redone and very thankfully they are going to be finished this week. I've had plastic over my balcony and haven't had natural light coming into my den for about the past month. So it feels very refreshing to me to be able to have that sunlight coming back in as I'm working away during the day. So when I'm talking about spring cleaning, I'm talking again about being holistic and thinking about it from mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual perspectives. And they all intertwine. So whatever we do on one level helps us to free ourselves and create that energy and freshness in those other areas. So for example, I'm doing a cleanse and... The one I'm doing is from a kit called the Wild Rose. This is a Canadian brand, so I don't know where it's available other than Canada. And they actually have two types now. One is a bit more gentler and the other one is the regular one. And I'm doing the regular one. I have done it in the past, though not for a few years. And I'm on day two and it's feeling good and this cleanse is 12 days. I used to do what was called the master's cleanse, which is too harsh on my body. And I think for a lot of people, so depending on your body and what's going on, your health issues and the reason for the cleanse, it's always good to know what is good for you. And so whether you have a naturopath or someone that you can talk to, nutritionist, someone that you trust and maybe knows about you and some of your history, it's good to do something that will be good for you. I used to do colonics. And I haven't done that for a few years. Some people swear by them and do them on a regular basis. And it does really, I found, weaken the body. You do have to kind of build up to it and also be conscious of what you're eating before and after. And there's different protocols. So again, that's something you can read up on. For some people, you know, we're coming back into that time where we're having more local fresh produce and farmers markets will be opening soon. Some go all year, though a lot of the root vegetables and things that people eat, it's not necessarily something I do a lot in my diet. So I haven't really been going to those, but I'm starting to see kind of more local, fresher looking produce in the stores and prices aren't as high as they were. And so it is, though things are a little bit higher with COVID, I must admit, but you can, you know, find your produce stores in your area, hopefully. And that's what I like to do is shop specifically 
at the stores. Usually they're smaller local merchants and help support my community. And also I find the produce and, and the whether it's the meat or whatever it is, is fresher. For example, I have a really good butcher in my neighborhood and he does halal and all these different types like bison and, and different things that aren't in your regular grocery store. So as we clean out the physical and get rid of the sugar cravings and for me the salt, I'm not a huge sugar eater, but it's everywhere in our diet. And I do read all the labels. So, you know, the fructose, the sucrose, all of those what look like natural sugars, or they might name them something else. All these different ending long words often is a type of sugar. And the more we can get the sugar out of our diet, the healthier, the more perky we will be, our brain will be thankful. So there's a lot of things that we can do when we, we get that sugar out of our diet. And even if it's temporary, you know, the, the more we can go without it, the better, but even to do it on a short term and really clean out your system is so good for you. For me, I'm, I'm sensitive to both the salts and the sugars, just that natural genetic predisposition, whether that's good or bad, it's probably good in some ways, because then I have a reason, not that I necessarily need it, but it gives me that added incentive. It's like, I feel so much better without it. And I know that I have to watch my blood pressure because it goes up with both of those items in my diet. So I look for the sodium level on everything. That's why I do not buy like frozen dinners and things like that. Even soups in the supermarkets have a huge, really high amount of sodium in them. And so the target for me is around 5%. And usually soups can be anywhere from 20 to 30 something percent of sodium. Like that is crazy. No wonder people are dehydrated all the time. So just some of my thoughts around doing our internal physical spring cleaning. Maybe the weather's nicer and we're starting to get out for a bit more exercise. And of course, that brings mind and body together. And being careful of being the weekend warrior, whether it's gardening or biking or whatever it is, when we haven't moved our body a lot, and we start to do those things. This is when the physios make all their money, especially with the epicondylitis, tennis elbow, different things from doing repetitive activities, especially against something hard. So being careful, taking breaks, doing stretches, and increment your time doing things, whether it's running or gardening or whatever that is to keep you healthy so you can keep doing it all summer and enjoy it rather than going gung-ho, overdoing it, and then being laid up with physio and ice on the elbow or the forearm or whatever it is for you, the shins. <laughs> if you're not used to being on the sidewalk, I used to be a runner. I haven't been able to run for many years. And I still notice if I do do more sidewalk walking, because I'm usually doing it in the park or at the track or something where 
I know it's gentler for my body. So I take care of it as much as possible and looking forward to working through these 12 days and keeping up that spring freshness in my diet and keeping the the things out of my body that aren't so good for it. So bringing that kindness and compassion in. And we've just been through the Libra moon and Libras, those of us who are Libras, we're all about relationships, talk about relationships a lot. So that is relationship with ourselves and with others. And so that full moon is all around the forgiveness. So what do you need to forgive yourself about and maybe someone else? And it could go back a ways. It could be something recent. And so again, that frees up our energetics, our emotional, our mental, and everything for that kind of fresh springness in us. And so that can work on both the mental and emotional And emotionally here, we just were notified today that we aren't allowed to do in-person dining right now for three weeks because our COVID numbers are up. So what are you doing to keep stimulated? Last week, I talked about boredom and your brain, whether it's a new hobby, doing a crossword puzzle, anything to engage your mind that's a little bit different from what you normally do. Maybe there is a short course that you can take and just get that brain working or a topic to delve into. And so bringing that freshness to that area and with the emotional, we can still have connection with others. What are you doing to keep that emotional connection? Have you kind of let that go or are you keeping regular connections whether it's with the same people or other people doing some just telephone calls rather than Zoom calls so we're not on the screen all the time, whatever that is. And then last one, of course, spiritual. And so for my myself, part of my growth in my spiritual part of me is stepping into the level two shamanic teacher, which I'm doing in April. And so I'm really excited And the students are excited. I have my teacher trainers all ready to go. And it's that next level for me where there's so much love and connection with my spirit that wants me to move forward into this personage of more power, but yet in that humble place of the gratitude to be able to do this in this lifetime and help others on their spiritual journey. And so it is a co-creation with spirit where bringing more love, connection to people in their lives with their spirit and how they can then bring more of themselves to this world. And that is our way of moving forward in our spiritual is to continue to move forward with whatever whatever our practice is, whether maybe you have a retreat that you do with your spiritual community. And of course, for most people, it's virtual. 
and I'm hearing people have had some really great experiences with, with their communities. I know our own in February was amazing. And so whatever that connection is, or if you feel that you've been working really hard at your regular work, whatever that is, or looking for work, whatever situation you're in, have you been taking care of that spiritual part of yourself? Sometimes that can be the one that we let go of first, and it's actually the one that we need to put first, because when we have that connection, we're coming from that place of love, and then what we look at next will come from that lens of love for ourselves and move us to the place that is correct for us, rather than just going with whatever someone else wants or just going with what's happening in the moment, being intentional in our life with that place and our connection to that greater part of ourselves. So I'm wishing you a beautiful week and I hope that you will be doing something for yourself during this time of renewal and I'll be interested to hear how that goes. Have a great week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed listening, please rate and recommend the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.